That's a growler. Welcome to Beauty and the Beastly Minute. This is a podcast where we are going to break down, discuss, scrutinize, analyze the 1991 movie, Beauty and the Beast. I'm Bobby from growlermedia.com. And I'm Janae. Um, If you're not familiar with the Movies by Minute podcasts, we will be taking a minute of Beauty and the Beast every weekday and discussing that minute extremely thoroughly uh, for your enjoyment and for our fun. So this episode is episode zero, which pretty much starts with the Disney logo, and we get the very first glimpse of the castle that we're all familiar with from Beauty and the Beast towards the end of the minute. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So there's not really too much to talk about, um, but let's start with a little bit, I guess, Janae, what is your background with Beauty and the Beast, and why did you want to do this podcast? Oh, well, I I mean, I grew up watching it, and I've always loved it. I have a theater background. I started acting when I was really little, and I studied it in college, and so I also am in love with the Broadway musical of Beauty and the Beast, and just the story and the music, and... All of it, I've always just loved and loved the story and the characters and how they develop. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't have any, like, professional experience with it or anything. Just a love for it since I was a kid and even as an adult. So, yeah, that's pretty much my experience with Beauty and the Beast. How about you, Bob? Same kind of thing. Like, I always remember as a kid watching it. I don't remember the first time I saw it. And I guess I would have been probably four or five. So that makes sense. (laughs) Like with Aladdin, I remember, I think that was the first movie I ever remember going to the theater to see a movie was when we went and saw Aladdin, um, like as a family. But I don't remember Beauty and the Beast being like a first. It's just always been there, you know, and it was always, it's always been one of my favorites. Uh Um, I like Aladdin, The Lion King, all the, you know, the Disney classics, but Beauty and the Beast was special. I think the music is just awesome. Uh, I love the characters. I think Belle is awesome. Uh, a lot of the Disney princesses don't really have a lot to them. And I feel like Belle always had, you know, she's been a little more substantial. So yeah, I've just always loved it. And uh, I love the movies by minutes. I started out with Star Wars, like most people, and then moved on to a bunch of the other ones. Indiana Jones Minute is one of my favorites. And uh, I guess this is a good place to plug the guys over, well, the guy and gal over at the Disney Animation Movie Essentials. Our Dame, Kestra and Andrew Dorowski, they're doing, well, they're going to be doing a bunch of Disney movies. They're, I think their plan is to do like almost all of the Disney movies. So they're starting with Snow White. Whoa. it's a lot of Disney movies. Wow. So they start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. They're in the middle of doing a... <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of that. <laughs> So they're in the middle of doing Snow White right now. Um, and it's been really interesting to listen to that and to hear kind of like the beginning of Disney movies and where it came from in the process and stuff. So if you love Disney movies, if you love the movies by minute format, be sure to check out the Snow White minute that they're doing at the Disney Animation Movie Essentials. Um, and we're not part of them, but we're kind of we're, we're kind of like a sister podcast. So we'll, we'll be plugging them and we're going to have them on as guests later on. So it'll be fun. Uh, We're excited about what they're doing and they're excited about what we're doing. So it's good. It's perfect because they're starting at the very beginning, like 
the classic classics, and we are kind of towards the beginning of the Renaissance classics. When after Disney had their, they kind of had a dark period where they weren't doing so well. And then the movie right before Beauty and the Beast was Little Mermaid, I believe, and that kind of reignited Disney and their success. So it's kind of cool. We're both starting at different places, but. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know about that, like, at all. Like, I never heard about, like, the Disney Renaissance or anything until I started listening to their oh, really? minute. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, a thing. Well, um, some of the movies... So, yeah. Okay, just off topic, kind of, for a minute. Some of the movies during the dark period, I don't think were that unsuccessful. I mean, I can't remember what they were, but I know some of them were pretty bad. Like, The Black Cauldron. Mm. What? I mean, no offense, Disney. <laughs> You have many others that are much better, but there are some that I <laughs> have watched since I was a child from that period, and I was like, "What? Why would this be from the dark period?" So you know, it's all in your experience and your perception of the movies, I guess. Yeah, and I'm sure you know if the dark period had been completely dark, then Disney probably wouldn't still be around. So exactly, exactly. But we're glad they had a renaissance, and mm-hmm. uh, it let us talk about Beauty and the Beast. Yep. So. Uh, do we have any other background to talk about? I guess just a little bit about myself. Yeah. Bobby is the one who has the experience in podcasting. Compared to me, I'm just this theater voiceover geek, and uh, he knows all about the podcasting. So there's that. Yeah. So uh, I started listening to podcasts a few years ago. Um, I think I kind of got into it like a lot of people do. Like I started listening to a lot of radio stuff because I got tired of listening to stuff, to music on the radio. So I started listening to talk shows. And got tired of all the ads. So then I found out about podcasts where you could skip all the ads and just like hear the meat of the show. And then I started looking into other podcasts and got into listening to a ton of those. I think I've got like, I want to say like 1300 episodes in my podcatcher right now that I need to listen to. And uh, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I usually listen to like a few days a week of podcasts and I listen to them at like 2.5 times speed. Otherwise, I'll never get through them all. So uh, I started doing... I did a podcast called The Gratitude Podcast for a while, and that only lasted for like 20-something episodes because I was doing it every day, and it was my first podcast. didn't really know what I was doing, and it was taking up a lot of time. So that didn't last too long, and I don't think it's around anymore. It might be by the time this episode comes out. I was thinking of republishing it. And then I do a podcast with my wife called The LDS Dating Podcast. Which is really cute, guys. If you want to hear a cute dating podcast, they're so funny and enjoyable to listen to, so... Yeah, we we give advice and answer questions about dating, specifically for LDS people. And disagree about half the stuff <laughs> that they're talking about. Yeah, we have we have differences of opinion, so uh, sometimes you don't always get a solid answer. Opposites attract, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I am starting the Growler Media Podcasting Network, so that is where this podcast is being released. And we have another podcast on that network called Popcorn and Pickles that is just starting out. And it is uh, two hosts, Letty and John, and they do movie reviews uh, mostly. So if you love movie reviews and podcasts, go check out the Popcorn and Pickles podcast, which should be available now as well. So I guess on to the actual content, the minute. What are we, what are we looking at, Janae? Okay, so I had a lot of fun researching for this because this, what are we calling it, Minute Zero? Yeah. It's like before the movie starts, but the movie's starting. So it's like the intro, the Disney intro that's animated. I mean, I watched it and I was like, what am I going to talk about? (laughs) 
in a episode for this. Um, and then I just started doing some research about that whole intro sequence. And uh, so up until 1985, Disney did not have an intro sequence at all. Really? Um, that... Yeah, 1985, The Black Cauldron, actually, funny, I should, maybe that's why it was on my mind, um, was the first movie they ever released with an animated intro for their studios. And it was like that blue screen one with the little 2D castle that like appeared from the top and down. Do you get, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually, okay. I had a question about that because, I mean, the version that we're looking at, the one we're watching is like the 25th anniversary remastered Super Diamond right. Platinum Edition. Um, so it's got, you know, the 3D intros. The new one, yeah. Yeah, the new one. Um, so I was like, that's definitely not the one I remember watching as a kid. I know. Well, okay. It, yeah, that blue one what would have been the one that was released with the original okay. because the second version that was ever released was 10 years later in 1995 with toy story so they had that okay. same blue 2d version until 1995 with toy story and there was a pixar version which i had forgotten about because i haven't seen it in so long but i watched that one which was basically the same look except for 3d and then the next one that came out, which is the current version that we have, came out in 2006. So about 11 years after that one. In 2006, that is the year that Disney bought Pixar. But their 3D intro was not done by Pixar. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Okay, so it was done by... Who was it? Okay, well, I guess I didn't write down who did it, but it was a completely different company. It wasn't even Disney or Pixar. But anyway, the most current new version came out in 2011 with The Muppets, the movie called The Muppets. And the difference in that one is that instead of it saying, what does it say? Instead of saying Walt Disney Pictures, it just says Disney. There you go. I did not. I, Have you ever this is stuff that? like I don't even pay I didn't attention even notice to. That. <laughs> I know. I didn't notice it. And, and then, of course, Throughout all of those, they have, like, the specialized versions. They'll insert different things that are specific to the movie into the logo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of like, like, I think more like, like the, a Christmas one. DreamWorks. They do that a lot. Yeah. So there's all that. Something interesting that I found out was that the rivers, you know how it, like, goes from the sky and then it comes down and you see the landscape and the rivers? Yeah. So I read somewhere that those rivers were modeled after some real rivers in the Clarkston Lewis Clarkston Lewiston Valley in Idaho, which is where Walt Disney's wife grew up. Wow, you like went super in depth into this. This is I know. Well, I just found interesting things. I just got really excited and I was like, whoa, there's so much more to this than I you think. I mean, you don't think about it. And then, of course, there's all the people online who are like, oh, all of these things in the intro represent Disneyland, which, I mean, I've never been to Disneyland, so I couldn't say whether I thought that they were representations of different rides and things in Disneyland or not. But one thing that I really wanted to find out was what the logo, the like the crest on that white flag was. and I couldn't hmm. find it anywhere. Well, we might have to keep looking into it's like that one. Old logo on a white flag. <laughs> it's like I, d I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you're like, I should probably pull up like an image or something. Bobby's like, I don't really care. <laughs> I watched it like a lot of times, but like it's su- such a nondescript gold crest on this white flag on top of the castle. Which, by the way, there is a bunch of discussion about which castle it is too, because it's modeled after one of the Disney World castles. And, like, Disney World and Disneyland each have different castles, like one Cinderella and one Sleeping Beauty. So is it modeled off of one of those, or is it, like, a mix of both? Yes. It's the Sleeping Beauty Castle. Okay. Which, to me, they look almost the same. One is a little bit more, like, wide, and one is a little bit more skinny and tall. If we're talking about, like, Disney castles, I mean, I kind of have a beef with them. Because I've always seen these castles in like Disney movies and like, oh, they're awesome. And we'll see, you know, at the end of this minute, we'll get a glimpse of uh, of the Beast Castle. Castle. And so like as I got older and got into architecture and stuff, I started looking at castles and it's like, real castles look nothing like this. Like I have this complete false idea of what a castle was supposed to look like. And you can get like elements of it in some of the older castles and you can find pieces that look kind of Disney, but you know, they made like this super iconic image of what a castle is. And I just thought like, Hey, that's what a castle looks like. And most of them don't. So I was a little disappointed when I learned that it's like, okay. Rude Disney. How could you? Who would have ever thought? <laughs> but they look really cool. <laughs> Who would have ever thought Disney would build up kids' expectations for life and not have anything to back it up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'll get into that another time, I think. <laughs> uh, so I guess the only other thing I have to talk about as far as the castle logo is just that, I mean, that to me just brings me back to my childhood because we watched a ton of Disney movies and that was the one that, you know, came out on the movies. So whenever I saw that, I was like, awesome. It's time to watch a movie. It's going to be awesome. And uh, so it brings back happy memories. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And the music that goes along with it when the arch, when Tinkerbell does the arch. So yeah, I love it. Uh (laughs) Oh, I also, are we kind of, so I, that's kind of what I've got about the logo. Should we kind of move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, the other thing that I was thinking about was like, you're watching this first minute and the music starts, which, I mean, do you want to talk about the music for a second at the beginning? I actually had a note on the, uh, the second intro thing. I mean, on the clip we're watching, you have the, the Disney animation studios logo, right. which is like the Mickey mouse, I guess it's Willie the steamboat or something mm-hmm. Yeah, is whistling and they're drawing it. And, uh, so it's just like a quick note. Um, and you kind of mentioned, you know, when Disney bought Pixar, um, how that happened. And if you're interested in that kind of thing, I would definitely recommend checking out the uh, the book called Creativity Inc. Oh, um, it was written by that's a really good book. The, the guy that started Pixar. And it's, it's so, so good. good. And it goes, it's mostly about Pixar, but it talks a lot about the merger when, when Disney bought Pixar and how they worked that out so that Pixar wouldn't be eaten by Disney. And yet Disney's animation program was really dying. And so how Mm -hmm. Pixar helped them and they, you know, stayed separate. But that's whenever I think the Disney Animation Studios, like portion of Disney started and they're like, okay, you know, we have our Disney and then Pixar is going to do like the, their stuff. And then we're going to have the Disney Animation Studios that goes back to kind of like more of the traditional animation stuff. Right. I did think it was interesting. It did strike me that they had the Disney, Walt Disney Studios logo, and then they have another separate logo for the animation studios because i mean they've branched out so much they have tons of different styles of movies yeah. now so 
Yeah. So I think they're just trying to keep things separate and like have separate groups that work mm -hmm. together, but work on their own things and have their own style of doing right. it. So I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but onto the music. What do you got, Janae? I mean, there's just something magical that happens inside of you when you hear that first deep notes start and then um, you can hear the cymbals low rising. Ugh, it's just intense to me. <laughs> I love the symbols. That's what I have. I said, gotta love the symbols. I just love them. And um, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about music, but I just know how it makes me feel. And I think it's amazing how that music can create such a mood. And we'll talk about it in an upcoming, I think, in the next episode, because later on we get more of a contrast going from the prologue, which is what the song that's beginning here. The difference between that prologue and Belle, which is the song where she wakes up and the whole town's waking up and they're singing about her. And I think that's something that we're going to see throughout the show is the contrast between the Beast and Belle. Also, it's funny because it's there's a few words. What is it? It's like Disney Studios presents. And then the minute ends. <laughs> the first time I watched the minute, like just by itself, I was like, wait, presents what? <laughs> what's coming up what's about to happen uh the, the anticipation anyway got teased yeah what what are some of your thoughts um like you said i just love the music i mean you hear it and you're like oh this is gonna be awesome and you i get guess like it, two seconds of it in this clip but yeah but just you know you get the first notes and you get the symbols and uh i don't know for me like that's all it takes to recognize like okay we're going into Beauty and the Beast. Um, yeah. And then we get the very first image of roses, which is going to be really important to this movie plot. Yeah, for like a split second. Yeah, there's like one, one frame of roses. So we'll talk about them um, probably in the next minute on Monday. But you get the first glimpse. So it's right there at the very beginning, uh, opening shot. Um, and I think that's all I have for, for minute zero. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what I've got. I mean, I think we've we've beat it to death <laughs> i mean there's only so much you can talk about for one minute of intros but i think we did pretty good yeah yeah so uh make sure to come back and listen to episode one with us on monday where we will start talking about the movie as it's actually starting and not just the intro sequence uh so we'll have a lot more to talk about um in the meantime you can head over to our facebook page which is at beastly minute we also are on Twitter. I don't know how much we're going to be using that, but if y'all talk to us, we will talk to you back. Um, that's also at Beastly Minute. And you can check us out on the website, growlermedia.com slash Beastly Minute. So we're Beastly Minute all over the place because uh, that's a good little handle for us. Our theme music is by Duo Hansen, and you can find them on YouTube. Uh, where can people find you, Janae, if they want to get a hold of you? Um, well, you can find me on Facebook. I am a new voiceover talent, and I am in the process of getting my website set up so in the meantime if you're interested in hearing some of my work you can go to my facebook page jh voiceover i have videos posted of lots of work that i've been practicing and uh, yeah that's pretty much me awesome and people can find me at growlermedia.com or just email bobby at growlermedia.com other than that hit us up on our social media and janae or i will probably be the one to answer you on there again check out the star wars minute these are the guys that started it all. Pete the Reed Taylor and Alex Robinson are kind of the fathers of the Movie by Minutes podcast. Um, you can also go to moviesbyminutes.com where there is a ton of links to Movie by Minutes podcasts that are done like this. So if you have a movie, especially if it's a kind of an older classic one that you grew up with, um, most likely there's a minute about it 
or there's a podcast about it where people are doing the same thing with that movie. And if there's not, you can start your own podcast and uh, do this with a movie that you love. Um, and then check out the the Dame podcast um, with Keistra and Keistra and and. <laughs> I've been doing so good this episode with Keistra and Andrew Dorowski. That's awesome. And they're talking about Snow Snow White right now. They're doing a moves by minute for Snow White. So until Monday, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe, share this with your Disney loving friends and family, and we will see you then. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.